0: let us go to God gracious and most heavenly father we thank you for just being God this morning Lord I ask that you move me behind the cross that the words of my mouth may be pleasing unto you this day Lord many things you already knew before they were happened as a matter of fact all things you knew Even though we did not yet know them, Lord, we thank You for a spirit of preparation, guidance, and direction in everything that we are doing and moving through this day. Lord, continue to guide us and keep us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before we jump into this passage, I just want to say to you, Psalm 90, in my book, the Bible statement says, God is God from everlasting to everlasting. And I remind you that though many things happen in our lives, it isn't until we are in sometimes Difficult situations when we find out how great the love of God is. It simply says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. It didn't say, Lord, you've been our dwelling place for the last six weeks, three weeks, two and a half weeks since the storm yesterday, since this and that happened in our lives. But it says, you have been. Our dwelling place from generation to generation. And then it goes on to say, before the mountains were born. Yeah. Can you say, before the, mountains, were before the born. mountains Now, when I got here, there were some mountains. I haven't seen many here in this part of Texas, but there are mountains around the world. Right. And there are mountains in places where I grew up. And just think about how bold and Imaginative that statement really is. But it says more than many of us may be able to fully grasp. But the statement says, before the mountains were born. You brought forth the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting. You are God. Amen. Say to yourself. You have to say it out loud. Mm, mm, mm. You are God. When you think of the awesomeness and the challenges and the all the things—your thoughts, my thoughts, our thoughts, collective thoughts—but there is a thought and a being that is greater than all the combined thoughts, questions, and simply that there is a God.
1: That's good news.
0: It is really, really good news to know that there is a God. So the title of this message is simply the greatest. Some of you grew up in an era where Muhammad Ali, who used to be Cassius Clay, was in the boxing ring and he was known to many as the greatest boxer. He had fast words, fast feet, fast hands, and they thought he would never get knocked down. But even though he had the title The Greatest, somebody eventually beat him. Though he still wears the title as one of the, or simply of therefore, in a certain era of life he was The Greatest. But his era came. And his era has gone. But God is a God beyond generations. God is a God beyond moment. God is a God beyond our situation. He is great today. He is great tomorrow. He will be great if we get another tomorrow. Because his greatness supersedes the moment. So I want you to take this message, consider it a teaching, preaching message. To give you some context, I want to share with you the book of Matthew, the 22nd book. In the context of what was going on, this book was written and telling us about the last week of Jesus' life. One of the commentary writers that I had an opportunity to read this week, he talked about this book as being a book of questions. If you look at parts of the chapter from 15 to 22, there was a test question. From 22 to 33, there was a question about resurrection. From 34 to 40, it was a question about who is God? And then from 41 to 46, there was simply an additional question about, is he the son of the Messiah?
1: Right.
0: Our text today simply deals with the verses between thirty four and 46, but I will focus primarily on the greatest of all. Think about some of the greatest moments that you've had in your life. The greatest moments of love, the greatest moments of challenge, the greatest moments of laughter, the greatest moment with a best friend, the greatest moment with a cousin. Think about some of the greatest moments you have had. And I say to you this day... Even if we added all of those together, the greatest moment that is of greatest importance to us is the moment we're in right now. Because for this is the day that God has given us. A day of new mercy. A day of new beginning. A day of new life. He knew we would have it before we saw it. He gave it to us. So this, in many ways, is the greatest because it is now. If I think back to the great moments, those have been truly moments that have already passed. Even the road on the storm, even the evacuation, even though the renewal that the storm had stopped, even though the houses that could have been damaged, we were on the clean side if there was such a thing. But we say, said, we were on the clean side of the storm. That was the greatest moment maybe two weeks ago. Well,
1: Alright.
0: Maybe that was the greatest moment three years ago. But this passage was about Jesus identifying some of the things about greatness for a moment in time that was the last week he lived on earth, and this was a book of text. Think about the Pharisees. You may say, I don't want to think about the Pharisees. They really don't mean anything to me. Who's a Pharisee? That was back then, which is now. Well, the Pharisees were some of the pious
1: individuals.
0: And maybe we don't call them Pharisees today, but... Maybe their cousins and their cousins and their cousins of cousins still reside in places in your life. There's nothing wrong with Pharisees. They have a job just like all of us have different jobs. They are called to do things. But the Pharisees had a lot of questions for Jesus. So you see, in this particular chapter, the Pharisee that was called upon was the Pharisee of law. The lawyer who knew and was testing Jesus to see just what he knew about the law. For you see, he wanted Jesus to identify the greatest of commandments. And if you have to read back into the history book, it was actually 613 commandments had been identified as the Pharisee or the lawyer at that point wanted Jesus to say which of these commandments were greater than the others. He attempted to tempt Jesus to write something that had little or no significance in many ways. But his idea was if I can get him to rank 613 before 612, then I can go back and question him about 613. Because why was it beyond before 612? All right. All right. But the great and wonderful Jesus right. has passed the tax question test. He had passed the resurrection test, and shortly thereafter, he passed the question of who is the Messiah, because at the end of this reading, it said they asked no more questions.
1: All right.
0: They had done everything to stop Jesus. They had done everything to move situations. But what they didn't
1: expect was Jesus' answer.
0: And you see, Jesus replied to the question teacher, which is the greatest commandment of the law. He didn't say number 614. and He didn't say number 612 or number 599. He simply replied, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like unto it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you go back into the Old Testament and you look up Deuteronomy 6 verse 5 it simply says you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your mind with all your soul. It takes us back into the historical nature of the birth of our religion. It takes us back to the heart of the fact that there was Deuteronomic law, there was Levitic law, and there were things before the New Testament. There were things about religion and religiosity and people and situations, but it all came down to this one thing. Will you love the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul? And then Leviticus 19.18 simply says, you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. So what does all of this have to do with us today? Well, I'm glad, yeah. Because the greatest commandment that existed then, the greatest commandment that was written then, the greatest commandment that was written at that time and highlighted through a test in Jesus' last living
1: days, He
0: said it was important then, right. and it is still important now. All
1: right.
0: Think about the love that was shown to you by strangers. Yes. Were they your neighbor? when you were trying to find a place in Tyler, Texas, or Loughlin, or San Antonio, or Louisiana, you wouldn't have necessarily written them down as your next door neighbor, or your best friend, or your good friend. But some of them walked and gave you their mad gas. Some of them gave you their mass dollar. Some of them opened up their homes and said,
1: you can stay with me.
0: Yes. Right. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Then we got to the hotel, and they said, there is no charge. Just leave your FEMA number. I didn't know what a FEMA number was before this storm. I'm not going to tell a lie. I did not understand the whole process of hurricane, hurricane evacuation, restoration, rebuilding homes, people rise up and down, when a hurricane would come, I would pray that nobody got hurt. But I didn't know what happens after the storm. I don't even know what happened before the storm, because everything else I had, up stands up there, so We could just shut the door down and say, that it'll be, uh, you know, the, 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 the lights may go out for a couple of hours. But we good to go, and uh, I, that's all I knew. This was bigger than everything. <laughs> But love got
1: through.
0: I want to hear people's stories. But if I heard story after story, line after line, place after place, you have to convince me something different because love has stood the test. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's a scripture in Galatians that talks about, in chapter 6, that talks about not growing weary of doing good. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Don't get tired of being that love in your community. Don't be tired of being the representative of love on your job. Don't be tired, students, of being love in the classroom. They say, oh, she's wishy-washy. He's always talking to somebody. He's always saying, oh, don't give up hope. Yes. Because Corinthians says, love, hope. But the greatest of those is love. Have you thought about love? Have you thought about it as the greatest of great? Have you thought about the fact that every time you ask a question, if you even look at the things that may have got destroyed, sure, had you lost your life, your life? It
1: would
0: have been tougher. On the people who love you dearly. So I actually would say, what is love? Is it a feeling? Is it a fact of life? Is it an action verb? Is it a combination of all of that? Is it something unexplainable? Is it that queasy feeling that makes you nervous all the time when a certain person walks in the room? What is it? Because, to be honest, love is greater than all of that because it is something that God gives us unconditionally. God keeps doing it and doing it and doing it, even in the midst of some of the most challenging situations. He is in charge.
1: Don't get me wrong, I love my family, I love my husband, I love the children, I love
0: my children, I love what I do, but
1: oh, in the midnight hour, underneath the situation, over here,
0: over there, there is something greater than it's to great because his love is just so
1: beyond What a mighty God we serve. He woke us up this morning. Gave us a new song. Talked to us in the
0: midnight hour. Pressed us to go forward. Told us it was going to be alright. Some of us, he laid us down because he said, this is the last hour. You will sleep from stronger in my place, in my palace, in my home, because I'm taking you to another place. So some of us, he woke us up and said, this is a new day. All right. I love you. Now. And I need mean
1: it. Some of us have had our legs amputated,
0: and we're going to, City. Some of us have had our houses removed from the foundation. We've all been sugar, but he left the city. Oh yes, he does. You can convince me that he does it because he is who he is.
1: He's capable of rebuilding.
0: He's capable renewing. He's capable of restoring. But he says, first of all, you must love the Lord with all your heart and all your soul. It doesn't mean love him in this section and don't love him over here. Love him this way and don't love him that way. He is an unconditional kind of love. And he says, forgive the sins, press forward, love me anyhow.
1: Because he was
0: here before there was a mountain.
1: He was here before there was a storm. Yes, you, oh, you. you know, when
0: songs when we little children, yes, this little one of mine, oh, I'm going to let it shine.
1: Shine. He puts gifts and graces in every
0: single one of us. Yeah. And he says, in spite of it all,
1: I love you. Yeah.
0: No matter how many tests he took on our behalf, he knew when he answered these
1: the Lord,
0: with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, this is the first and greatest commandment, and the next and the second is right unto it, to love your neighbor as you love yourself, all the law and the prophets on these two commandments. He didn't say some of it. He didn't say the part we love. He didn't say the part we didn't love. He said the all.
1: Yes. So
0: no matter what, we're still standing, whether the tree, split your house, didn't touch your house, tore up your screen, didn't tear a window, went in the neighborhood, ran around the corner, tore five houses. He still...
1: Yes. Cancer. Yeah. Through cancer treatment, through risk, through
0: won't well, get this because. So- it's okay. What a mighty God. We yeah. Yeah. Just as Jesus was tested, some of us may count these last three, four weeks
1: as a test. So we pass.
0: And those who went on to glory, they informed the that. Yeah, yeah. God just brought them home because he felt and knew and understood that they had finished their race. Into us, us kind over what God's business is. If you need to ask Him, get on your knees and ask Him. If you need to talk to Him, talk to Him. But if you need to know that He loves you, I pray from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. God is a God of love and mercy and grace, and He's doing forever and ever and ever and ever. Oh, yes, He is. Oh, yes, He is. I don't know. Ask God. I don't know that. Ask God. But what I know, I'm like the old people say. You know that. You know that. You know that. You know. You don't worry about it. I know Jesus loves me. I know who He is. I know He is the saving grace that exists and sustains me each and every day of my life. I know who He is. I, yeah. Do you know? Do you know that He loves you? Do you know that He will deliver you? Do you know that He is your mercy? Do you know that He is your sustainer?
1: Don't grow weary of doing good. Don't quit
0: before the miracle happens. Don't turn together. No to the right. But grab hold and love your neighbor. Grab hold and pray for one another. Grab hold and keep each other in your heart of
1: hearts. Grab hold
0: and be your brothers and sisters' keepers. Grab hold and sing about one another. No one person can take care of all but Christ Jesus. Alright? But we are His name. We are His home. He built the church on a rock. Are we the rock or not? Are we going to sit or fall it? Sit A
1: part time
0: heart. Don't treat him like he's a part time something older. Give him all your strength, all your mind. The first thoughts that keep drinking, drinking through the brain ought to be a mind for Jesus. So a man thinks it, so a woman thinks it, they are. So think about God all the
1: time.
0: And then the second is like all over. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you're having moments where you're having some self confident, challenging moments because you don't think you're as cute as you used to be, just thank God for all the cuteness and kindness and superness and whatever status you're in. Just come as you are. Think about not how you look on the outside, but see the book on the inside. And all oh, that you're beautiful. <laughs> somebody, it's so good to see you. And don't say it because the pastor says, say it because it's in your heart. You miss that person and tell them the truth. Shame the devil and say, I missed you the last couple weeks. Yeah. And if you didn't miss them, just tell them it's good to see you. This is a family are. But tell somebody, don't leave this place today. Simply with an attitude, I'm here. You hear because God says you should be here. here. Yeah. he
1: loves
0: you. Some of us got things on the inside. We're struggling with all the different kind of things. I tell you, he still loves you. Your house ain't right yet. Well, it's going to be new
1: just alone keep praying keep praying Do you know that the greatest love of is the love of Christ Jesus and if you don't know the
0: Lord and just say you this is the day this is the hour he gave this to tell me that
1: I stopped right here today,
0: baby, to just let you know that I love you. And if you've been floating out here and you don't have a chance home, come home today. Because Christ Jesus loves you,
1: loves you, and loves you. Will you stand the doors of the church are open?